The famous Talmudic sage Marzutra was once traveling together with his students and he stayed at the home of a wealthy Jew for Shabbos who treated them with tremendous respect and gave them beautiful meals and words of Torah, etc. This rich man had a gorgeous, exquisite silver Kiddush cup that was very beautiful. He used this cup for Kiddush Friday night and for the lunch. And when it came time for Havdalah Saturday night, he wanted to use his beautiful silver cup but sadly it was missing. The servants start to search and all the students join in looking and looking. Where could this beautiful cup have gone? But it soon became apparent that the cup had not been lost, but obviously one of the students of Marzutra had stolen the cup. And after hours of searching and everyone was felt terrible knowing that one of the students had stolen the cup and had not been found, the host was obviously very upset. They all went to sleep. In the morning, they are washing their hands, preparing for the morning services. And Marzutra notices that one of his students, after he washed his hands in the morning, wiped his hands on the coat of one of the other students. Immediately, Marzutra comes over to him in a loud voice and says, you should return the silver cup that you stole from our host. The student was bewildered and said, Rebbe, how can you say that I stole the cup? Are you accusing me? And the teacher, Marzutra, says, yes. I saw you wiping your hands on another person's garment. If you don't care about his clothing, why would you not care to steal as well? But, but, but the students start to stammer. I, I, I didn't ruin this, just water. It's not, didn't ruin his coat. And Marzutra screamed and says, it's not true. If you couldn't find your own towel, why didn't you wipe your hands on your shirt? You pretend to fear God, but your actions have proven that you really don't fear God and that you are a thief. Sure enough, they searched his belongings and the silver goblet was discovered. The third commandment is not to swear falsely, not to use God's name in vain. And yet, if you read the Hebrew, God tells us, Lo tisa eshem Hashem which literally means you shall not take or you shall not carry the name of God in vain. You'll notice it does not say, Lo tishava, you shall not swear in vain. But the Hebrew word sisa means to carry, to pick up, to carry. So why do we say do not take God's name in vain? I'll share with you a beautiful explanation from the Or HaChaim, who says very simple. What happens when a person swears in vain? He is literally taking the name of God, the Shem Hashem, the name of God, which is a name of truth. God is a God of truth and his name is true. And you are taking that name, you are lifting it off from upon you, and instead you are going lashav. You are going to falsehood, to the name of sheker, to the name of lies. And therefore the Torah says to us, be careful, not just about swearing in vain. Be careful about any time you're tempted to be false, dishonest, and untrue in your words. Remember that the name of God is upon you. As a famous verse says, the name of God is called upon all of us. If you are going to be dishonest, you will be removing the name of God that is upon your face. And instead, you will be going to the side of falsehood and lies.